Welcome back to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing fine. Well, and then we also have a guest here. Should we ask her how she's doing? Yes. yes. All right. Take this moment to introduce the very funny stand-up comedian, Anique Adele. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. So happy to be here. Oh, we're happy you're here. Should we just take a a little time to introduce Anique to our listeners? Let's do it. Should we ask some questions? Yes. Never asked before. No, yes. (laughs) So we're going to start with... This is a doozy. <laughs> who are you? What do you do? Oh my God. Who are you? Um, <laughs> I'm a person. Pronoun is she. <laughs> which I always have to say. Um, Anika Dell. I am a stand-up comedian. Originally from Berlin, Germany. Oh. And living in the States for like four years, five years. And yeah, I don't know. I love Lucy. So this is going to be very fun cool. for me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course. Who is the first woman you remember seeing on TV? Wow. Comedian or just any, any, any woman? Wow. Let me think. So, first of all, I grew up without a TV because my parents were one of those people who were like, mm, we're not going to have a TV. Fuck TV. So I was like a reader. I was this nerd kid who was in libraries all the time. The first time I had a TV was when I was studying. And, you know, you guys call it college. We call it university. Who was the first woman that I remember? Like any show or any anything? Yeah. yeah. I think it's the news reporter probably. <laughs> a, a lot of people say that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the like news anchor. The yeah. Like, news anchor is the, the first. Because she had such a good voice and you're like, oh, she looks, you know, competent and I like that. <laughs> yeah. I have a competent person. <laughs> and now what would you say, what shows or characters or comedians are most aligned with your comedic sensibility women or anybody anybody Anybody. in line i mean i wish i was you know in line with tig notaro Mm. she's my absolute hero uh for reasons i can probably talk an hour for but um (laughs) mainly because she's really great in like just holding pauses and as a comedian holding a pause on stage is terrifying (laughs) but so magic She's so ballsy. She just doesn't care. She just doesn't care. I, I don't know if you guys saw the stool episode where mm-hmm. she pushes a stool around stage. That's it. No. And it makes a sound. It goes like... And then she just does that for like half an hour. And people are like, is she going to stop? And she's, she's not stopping. Like, she commits. Love it. That's an interesting thing. Because sometimes we talk about female comedians now and in what ways maybe Lucy or women of this time inspired them. Mm. And Tig is definitely someone who she'll take a physical bit to its extreme in the same way that Lucy and Ethel would in this time in terms of the slapstick of it. Would you say, can I ask you guys, so this Lucy Ball thing, was she a character that formed a lot of women in TV and writing, would you say? Uh, I mean, a lot of people cite her as sort of like the first comedic force that Mm -hmm, was a woman on TV. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people would say like, oh, I didn't think of women being funny before. Yeah. But was she funny or was she written as funny? Was she a performer or was it all about... It was her performance. She started on the radio and the showrunner who ended up showrunning I Love Lucy, but the creator of the radio program encouraged her to be physical because they would tape in front of an audience. Right. But... You couldn't see that because you were listening on the radio. Right. So when they eventually got the television show, she already was performing. Oh, I love that. And also, like, the way they wrote it eventually, 
they knew how to play towards her strengths. So there would be things where they'll be like, oh, and here Lucy will do some physical bit. They wouldn't even necessarily prescribe what it would be. Right. They just knew, oh, well, if we give her the scenario, Lucy will find something funny. Because when I you know, first saw it, I was like, so this is really a 50-50 situation for me. She's very ballsy. It's all about her. But has the role been written for her or did she influence it? And then, yeah, she's a housewife. But then she's not just a housewife because the episode I was watching is like, she's pretty ballsy. She's pretty, she'll stick it to the man, right? Mm-hmm. She'll stick it to her, her husband. And you're like, okay, so it's, this is true, truly a 50-50 Mm-hmm. Especially situation. The time. Like, yeah. And the fact that the two head writers were a man and a woman, and then the uh, main cast are two men and two women. Interesting. Um, because, I mean, and, like, she and her husband, Desi Arnaz, who plays her husband, is, was her actual husband. I didn't know <laughs> her that. Her mind is blown. <laughs> uh, so, we've started answering the next question because we're all right. overachievers. But, what is your relationship to the show? Had you ever seen it before? Had you heard of it? Yeah, so uh, I had heard of it because my ex girlfriend, I'm gay. Oh, shocker. Anyway, uh, she. <laughs> She had dated another woman whose father is apparently a writer on the show. And I had not heard about I Love Lucy at all. But she was like, oh, it was a big deal when, you know, in America. And I'm like, all right, I guess. Which is which is the story of my life. Every time somebody brings something up, I'm like, Seinfeld? Who's Seinfeld? What? <laughs> I know who she is, but... Uh. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So I didn't know about it, but I heard that it's a big deal. And I hadn't watched it until you made me watch it. So I'm very glad and happy to to be introduced to that. What was my first impression? I guess we kind of talked about it. I was actually pretty impressed by how modern it is, I would say. I mean, air quotes, but still that it's very... She's pretty bold, right? Mm -hmm. You still have that husband and wife interaction and dynamic, but I think in terms of comedy, it's interesting to me. I don't know if we're going to get there, but um, the comedy, it's, it's a very straightforward story has a beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. And the arch is super interesting and easy and simple, and yet super effective. Totally. Mm-hmm. This one especially felt like it's like one <coughs> long gag. Yes. And it was like, how long are we going to take this one gag? Which it, it isn't always like that. Sometimes oh. it feels more like a play. Scattered. It's like first act, and then there's a setup, and then this happens, and then that. But this one was really like, let's just do this for 25 minutes. That was my big note. I was like, this is just an extended bit. That's yeah. all this episode is. Which is probably today's world where the attention span is like 15 seconds. Right. Yeah. You're like, ah, next, next. <laughs> yeah. But back Here. then they probably just wanted more and more. They're like, this is funny. Let's yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. We're like, is it? Let's keep mistakes. Yeah. So, and this will be an interesting question because you only have the episodes that we sent you. Are you a Fred, a Lucy, an Ethel, or a Ricky? Oh, Most wow. I, I, I'm not sure I know the characters that much. I know Lucy, okay. Ethel is the other woman. Is friend, yeah. Well, I'm definitely not Ethel. Uh, <laughs> Wait, <why not? laughs> I think she's, I don't know, you correct me, but I... I feel like she's a woman that's the typical housewife. She's very dependent on her husband, I feel. Lucy strikes me as the bold, the emancipated, the feminist, right? Whatever we call it these days. So I'd probably be, well, let me think. I'm also 50% male in my head, so I would think... You know, it's all fluid. I know. <laughs> We're all all the things. That's true. It's a spectrum. I mean, she identifies as a Ricky. I'm a Ricky. You're a Ricky? Yeah. Who's that, the husband? Yeah. He likes to make things about him. And he's a performer. And he's a performer, yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, I'd probably be the husband of Ethel. 
Fred. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's sort of a top shelf troll where he just yeah. likes to troll everyone. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's funny because this is for Ethel. Usually, what we see not so much in this episode is that she's the consummate best friend. She will go into battle with you. Like, yeah. You're doing this crazy adventure. She's like, yeah, let's do it. Yep. And so that's the thing that we love about Ethel. But yeah, in this episode, there wasn't a ton for her. No. To do. How do you think women are being depicted today in TV? And how do you think it's different or not different from what's mm. on? this show you know it's now that you ask me i'm i'm probably gonna say that i love lucy might have been more modern than what we see today you guys know the bechdel test Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so since i've heard about that concept every time i'm watching a a typical hollywood blockbuster i'm like ah this bechdel test is still not passing and then it's like these super great looking women and big boobs and talking about men talking about the men and I think we're seeing an evolution of of TV where that's shifting right now. But if you think about when was this show written? 1950s? That's pretty bald. She's the star. She has balls. She'll speak her mind. She'll stick it to her husband. I mean, I'd say that was probably better than a lot of movies we see today. Do you agree? I see that for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. It kind of feels like they were doing really well, and then for the 70s and 80s or whatever, there was sort of this backslide, yeah. and now we're trying to get back. Yeah, what's crazy yeah. to me is that common thing about how women aren't funny. Mm. I don't know how it could have possibly been said after Lucille Ball. Everyone in America knew who she was, and she was the star of the most popular show on television. How do you think she got away with that? Because arguably back then, it was more of a patriarchy. Why? How did she get away with that, do you think? Well, she did work for a long time in in film and built up her career. I think also she's beautiful. She was a beautiful movie star first. And so I think the fact that she was this sort of conventionally attractive, you know, beautiful woman, I think people were like, okay, let's see what this pretty girl has to say. And then she built this thing. I don't think that someone at that time who was less classically beautiful would have even gotten a chance but she's not making show. use of that you never see her boobs falling out not or you know not in this but when she did movies earlier oh. she was blonde and looked more like a starlet mm-hmm. at Got this it. point she's like a showgirl she, yeah basically oh, with long hair or always short hair she with, had long hair yeah. at some point mm-hmm. yeah but at this point she's in her 40s mm. she looks great <laughs> but she's she's worked for like 20 years being the love interest before she really gets this opportunity. Do you think this feminist approach, she got away with it? Because most of the humor is so innocent. It's not Mm. about, ugh, toxic masculinity. (laughs) They're talking about golf in this one, right? Making fun of hobbies and stuff like that. So it's so innocent that you're like, oh yeah, no, I'm on board with that. It's unoffensive. So I wonder if that's, yes, definitely impressive. She was technically the first female studio head. Yeah. Wow. See that now. you don't necessarily get from just watching it. No. Like I say, like I thought, oh, somebody wrote that for her. She's a great actress and that's right. it. Maybe that was their strength that, you know, she wasn't this very strong female lead and I'm going to call the shots on this. But she was like, oh, yeah, I'm the boss, but I could step back and make this about the men-woman interaction. Let them think me. that it's about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the joke in My Big Fat Greek Wedding, where she's like, yes, the man is the head of the family, but the woman is the neck. That's what my mom always used to say. Really? Yes. <laughs> she could turn the man wherever she wants. She, she would look at my dad and she's like, yes, I know, honey, you're the head of the family, 
but I'm the neck. I'm like, <laughs> mom. Yeah, she's a boss bitch, my mom. I love her. Wait, yeah. you've done bits on your mom. Yeah, I have. She has an accent, and so it's so easy to make fun does of her. Like, does she like? She like? She does not speak English, so that's she doesn't no. understand. <laughs> she's from the former, you know, Soviet Union kind of thing. She's from the Slovakia, as it's called. Mm-hmm. So they never learn English. No. <laughs> no. She speaks Russian, Polish, you know, Romania, all that, all that, all that stuff, but no English. So. <laughs> Which is great. That's the best That's thing great. for a stand-up comedian is your mother will never understand <laughs> no. how you're making fun of no. her. I love that. She would probably hate it. But Does yeah. she watch the like videos of you performing? No. My parents are not very happy that I do stand-up generally, I think. I, I mean, I depict my mom as crazy on stage because she kind of is. She Can I tell you this one? She had LASIK on one eye. <laughs> for real. And I was like, Mom, that, what, what, what happened? And she's like... Anik, I'm not stupid. If they fuck up surgery, at least I have one eye left. <laughs> yeah. like, She's like, just saving money on one contact lens. <laughs> she has one contact lens. <laughs> That's well, I'm like, so what? funny. She's not wrong, though. Is like, she going to go back and do the other one? That was my question. I was like, well, now that you've seen it, shouldn't you? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, well you're, you're making strange. sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God you didn't get a boob job, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what are things that you wish you saw more of in terms of women on TV or less of? Hmm. I think, you know, specifically after watching this episode, if you compare that to like Wonder Woman or Ocean's 8, you know, it's kind of like going, oh, what the men have done, we can do. And now it's the complete opposite. So I feel like the pendulum is swinging in the in the you know extreme other direction of we can do anything the men can do and you're like well why don't we make this a a game of two and then combine it i mean i get that in every evolution of things you have to go to the extreme so that it settles somewhere in the middle lucy was to me was very charming and a charming way of bringing in the male and the female whereas wonder woman yeah it's almost the other extreme it's oh it's the woman who are running the ship. Although Wonder Woman, I'm still not sold on it because it's still Hot take. it's still about the guy and the love and and of course he's sacrificing herself and ugh. Yeah, it, I, my problem with Wonder Woman was at the end where it's like she could only get the power to yes to, from what's his name Jack Steve. Oh god, <laughs> isn't his name Steve? Steve America. I could never see how women gave birth to this beautiful, beautiful baby and then they named their kid with one syllable or whatever it's called like steve <laughs> you're like hey Dude, that's yeah so mean <laughs> this is my baby deb <laughs> this is glenn <laughs> glenn and yeah. Nick. what is a neek like french oh. i was born in paris oh so and lovely. i i should have been a i should have been a guy my my parents thought i was going to be a boy and then so they didn't just even think about a female name so i was going to be martin oh. i know horrible name uh, <laughs> this is my this baby is my martin that's horrible yeah. <laughs> martin and then i don't know and then she gave birth and, and they're like oh oops it's a oh it's a girl well oops. And, then, and then my mom had a friend of hers in, in the hospital and her name was anique and then she's like you know what we're just going to name her after you that's, that's a it. female name but there you go. that's, that's kind of how it happened we have one more question. Yeah. Based on your experience of the show now, if you had to pitch a reboot of I Love Lucy for now, mm. what do you think we need to see of these characters in this world? But- That's such a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <much>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to go back to what I said earlier. I do like that it's innocent mm-hmm. and charming 
and not a positional, you know, as in, oh, we're going to stick it to the man. We're going to do this and that and yay, feminism. But it's more like, you know, kind of playing with a smile. They're like playing on, oh my God, the, the boys are taking out on the hobby of golf. Oh, that's so funny. And now they're talking about it all the time. Well, how about, and then they make fun of that, but in a very sweet way. So I think if I were to pitch listeners um i would probably want to do maybe more of a you know fraternity where women and men live together and then innocently play on the you know the all the the weaknesses that we both have or we all have (laughs) and maybe not make it about male or female because i feel like that's probably a little outdated right now that we're all like oh it's a spectrum and the pronouns are different i still like the innocent approach of making fun of you know people's typical behavior I yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm here for that, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of just a bunch of people living in a house together, like real world, but, but like Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think you know what you have? <laughs> what I also like is that it's very, it's very plain, it's very simple, it's slapstick. Plus, it's super international. Right. What humor is international? Yeah. Than slapstick, everybody gets that. Right. You're slipping on a banana. Oh my god. Pie to the pie to the face. It's universal. As soon as Seinfeld hit the scene, it was all about these rational, almost anxiety-driven Observational. Yeah, and it ceased to be, although Kramer is pretty physical. That's true. Where it's always just like sliding in and out of control of your body. People don't like see women. Yeah, why not? Flailing around. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Let's do it. Yeah. Women in control of their bodies. I don't know. We Um, can do all of those things. We should. A lot of shows, specifically in slapstick or silly shit, is about men because everybody's like, oh, they're so funny when they're doing this. They're so stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's it's so interesting. I feel like we should be doing that. We should be doing Let's all just be falling around and. Doing stupid shit. Let's talk about. Yeah, let's talk about the episode. The episode. The golf game. <laughs> Today we're talking about the golf game, which aired May 17th, 1954. Um, and Lucy and Ethel, tired of being golf widows, <laughs> decide to take up basketball. Wait, what? Okay, Cla- that is not the classic. That in the first. That's a really oh, no. bad synopsis. Thank you. All the synopsis are terrible. Where do you get start. those from? Just Wikipedia? online. Oh. Yeah. Well, we watch the episode, so we'll, we'll tell, tell you what happens. <laughs> so that sort of happens. That's like the first half of yeah. it. But yeah, so uh, the boys play golf. Okay, can we just take a poll around the room? Who likes golf? I don't. No. No, I've, I've been. I've been it. to a driving range oh, with my dad because my dad and my brothers are avid golfers and mm-hmm. I do not like it. Mm-hmm. It hurts my hands. Yeah. I'm not good. I did mean, you did you manage to hit the ball at all? I hit the ball but I didn't go far or straight or anything. Sweet. So but it's weird the way you're supposed to hold the club, club is like I don't it just doesn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. But I'm not very athletic. Did you do the grip like they did in the show? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I had done that I would have been better. <laughs> hold in the thumbs, thumbs that's my push them back. That's my favorite. The thumbs are pretty vital. <laughs> Nah, let's do it like monkeys. No, possible thumbs. Yeah. So first of all, golf is lame. I think we can all agree. No. You, you like, like golf? golf? No, but my dad plays three times a week. My dad and my brothers love it. Yeah. Why is this such, such a thing for, for specifically male people? I, it's also, there's the business element of it, yeah. too. That's what I get. Yeah. No, here's what I think it is. Hmm. My dad is fine, but he's older and he... He's not athletic. He, he can't do things. He can't do a lot of things. <laughs> this is for you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's that like that's not a joke. Over Thanksgiving, my brother asked him to ride a bird scooter, and he fell off. 
in front of a restaurant and people oh, rushed shit. out oh shit <laughs> he just can't do a lot of things but he can walk on a golf course where it's grassy and padded <laughs> i think i think i think you're right i think that a lot of that is about oh i'm doing sports but really i'm just taking a fucking walk on the <laughs> right. yeah or half the time you're in a golf cart it's, <laughs> it's very safe exercise yes. well someone was saying to me like you were saying because so many things business-wise it's like oh well, we'll play nine holes on saturday let's see if we can close this deal where for decades it was a male form of bonding and this networking thing you know what it also is I read this on gender studies because that shit, of course, interests me. But when you talk to a man about a very touchy-feely subject, you want to make sure, apparently, that they're doing something. Like, mm. it, you can't be, like, looking them in the eye and be like, so what did you think about your dream last night? They were like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> While, m meanwhile, when you do the dishes and they do the dishes you can address certain topics mm. more easily. So maybe that's why they do, you know, That golf. makes sense. So, but like, one thing I noticed it. at the top of this episode, which was unusual for other ones, was that they referenced something that had happened in an earlier yes. episode. Because usually they're all standalones, but I felt like you shouldn't have bought him those clubs for your anniversary. Right. we saw happen. We saw her buy those clubs and give those to him. Oh. So that was a strange a cool call, A cool callback. Yeah, exactly. So my question is, so Fred and Ricky have been golfing. Does Fred have clubs too? Apparently. But also, like, what also if they he share can't buy Rick Ethel more than one dress. What if they share Ricky's oh. clubs? They're poor. Oh. Yeah, that's a recurring thing. Yeah. Interesting. Well, maybe he's using Ricky's. Yeah. Fred thinks Ethel's fat, and he often comments on yeah. her fat. On her oh, see weight, that? Which is, is like, not good. hot kettle? Yeah. I don't... What's it called when you have body dysmorphia for someone else's body? <laughs> I don't know. Delusions? Yeah. So he's always just like, well, it's been years since my arm fit around your waist. Oh, that's true. And I was like, dude, she's, like, normal size. I know. You are shaped like a bowling pin. Well, I... I did feel that was a good joke. It was kind of body shaming, but in terms of <laughs> joke writing, it was pretty good. Well constructed joke. Yeah. <laughs> credit where credit is due. That's true. But, yeah, but we don't. We don't. Fred is mean to us a lot, and we don't like oh, it. Okay. <laughs> I did. I have no. Yeah. In that episode, he wasn't really. No. Apart from that joke. The thing I thought was weird was that they were like, oh, "The women can't play golf with us." It was this high stakes thing. We couldn't possibly allow them to play golf with well, us. Well, it's not like they belong to a club where women aren't allowed. It's just that. They want yes. their own time. Well, and they're afraid that they're going to lose to the women. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was making fun of the male ego. Oh, that's, I didn't even think of that. That's definitely. Oh, like yeah. That. They were like, oh, shit. They're going to win. We're going to. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I like that better than them just being like, we can't spend time with them. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> These women we've married? How dare they? Basically, the episode opens and they want to go to the movies, but the guys are playing golf. And Mrs. Trumbull's babysitting, obviously. So they are in the hallway playing golf. They end up missing the movie, right? right. And Lucy and Ethel play card games for hours because yeah. the score ends up being 15 games for Ethel to mm -hmm. Lucy's 22. That's what were right. they playing? Gin? Gin Remy, yeah. I've never played. Oh, I it's fun. Is it? Should we play right now? <laughs> I didn't bring my deck. You didn't bring Otherwise. That, when I saw the card playing, I mean, this might be an outside-in view, but it was very American to me to be like, well, we're going to kill time. We don't have a lot to do. We're just playing cards. You know? Like, there's what not... would you do in Germany? I feel like there's a very hectic 
normal life schedule, you know. All right, let's work in this and that and sports. And, and here there's a lot of like leisure and we have free time. Downtime. How do we do? What do we do about it? Well, let's play cards. It might be because they're retired. What's their story? Are they all That's retired? That's a good question. No, they're not retired. Oh. They are. They're housewives, so they don't have a traditional job. But Interesting. Lucy's a mom. Oh. We never see the baby. No. We never see him. What do the guys do? Ricky is the band leader. Okay. So he performs at clubs, basically. Okay. And then Fred runs the building. He's the landlord. So he, like, fixes people's sinks and makes new keys. Which is interesting. So they don't have very, you know, high-paying jobs. No. Well, Ricky kind of does. He's Supposedly, he makes a decent amount of money. He's sort of well With entertainment? Wow. They yeah. say that he's a well-known... Band leader, show person. Yeah, one of the most prominent show people in New York, as they said that at one point. Yeah, every once in a while we'll get an episode where it's like we see that Ricky's career is doing well. And he's playing new clubs or getting new gigs or something, but it's really kind of questionable his level of fame. Right. Yeah. He's not American, right? He has an accent. He's, he's Cuban. Cuban. And that's the same in the episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where they basically just wrote him. They wrote his actual. Yeah. So they're playing cards. They're playing so cards. They're playing cards. And they're having this conversation about how they've lost their husbands to their new hobby. And they feel like maybe they should take up a hobby. Not a bad thought. To your point, they sit around with a lot of leisure time. How have they not developed hobbies already? Well, what do they do? They, they play read. bridge. They play bridge. They play cards. They read. They go to the movies. They go to the movies. They get into schemes and hijinks. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Why aren't they mothering? Where's their kids? Very good question. Well, Ethel being babysat by the woman who lives in the oh. building for free. Yes. <laughs> and we don't really know how it works. <laughs> she doesn't get paid. She works for free. They talk wow. about how they don't pay her and she just, they just call her whatever they feel I like. wonder whether that's Lucille's call to be like, well, yeah, they have babies, but it's not their main thing. Right. You know? Maybe that was a feminist right. thing to do. Mm-hmm. I like it. It doesn't always have to be about the baby and she can have her own life going on. It does suspend disbelief a little bit, though, where she's, like, wearing amazing outfits and she's, like, about (laughs) to go out all the time and you're like, there is a small child around. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's slightly aspirational. For sure. For the housewives watching. But you're right. I like that they're not the typical, oh, mother, and how do they juggle that with the men in the household? Mm -hmm. But more like, we have free time. What are we going to do? Let's play cards. <laughs> Let's play and watch and the baby. Drink, We're getting into hijinks. <laughs> yeah. Hold my baby. <laughs> Did you guys like that they were like just taking up a hobby because the men are having a hobby? Or was it like a reactionary? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely just like, we want them to pay attention to us. And they're not paying attention to us. So we need something to do. They use just... the phrase golf widows in this synopsis. Is that a thing? I didn't know that. I don't know. They put it like in quotes, golf widows. Mm-hmm. Like it was a thing. And I was like, I don't think that's I a don't... thing. I mean, could be. I mean, it's probably a very contemporary thing in the 50s or 60s when people people started playing golf and you're like, ugh. It's a thing. There's this blog post. Are you a golf widow? You're not alone. (laughs) That sounds dark. What time is that from? Recently? It's this from last 2015. Damn. So golf is a well-known term. I've never heard it before. It does make sense to me where it's like your husband works full time and then he spends all day Saturday golfing. What the hell? I'm sitting at home with these children. Children. Waiting for Save you. <laughs> but I feel like that's a version of, you know, buddies being with buddies and right. trying to have, you know, men time or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which My, is fair. Yeah. Speaking you know? of the boys having time together, I have a long standing, they know this, I have a long standing theory about Ricky and Fred's yes. dynamic. 
I think Fred's in love with Ricky. And what? this episode, there was definitely evidence to support where he was doing the whole, this is how you move your hips. It felt like they were on a date. And then like, later, Fred just like comes up and puts his arm around him for no Whoa. reason. And I was like, Fred is having a good time of his life. I, I felt, I definitely felt that there was a homoerotic thing going on. <laughs> which they played though. Played. I don't right. know how, I don't know how much they were like, wink and a nod. I, think, like, I don't know how aware Well, it's a common were. thing for men that they don't want to come off as homosexuals. Right. Right. So maybe not. But it, there is just so much throughout the show where Fred's just like, I want time alone with Ricky. And we're like, okay. <laughs> we understand where you're coming from. So oh. they are talking about different hobbies they could take up. They discard tennis for some reason. I would have loved to see them in little tennis outfits. So cute. And I also think you can practice that at home. Hit a ball against the wall or whatever. As much as you can golf in an apartment. As yeah. much as you can play basketball <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah, so they land on basketball and they do have matching basketball outfits. Let's talk sure. about these. <laughs> They're like bloomers. They look, they look like sailors. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in so fact, cute. I was a baby. My first birthday, I had a li- my mom dressed me in like a little sailor dress. A player. And I looked exactly like that. <laughs> I was just like, how is that comfortable to have such bloomer action while you're running? But wasn't that a reality in the 50s that Probably. women who did sports, they had to like wear like really, a costume. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. To mask the female body. Right, and they were wearing like little Chuck Taylors. Yeah, oh, and high socks. Yeah, it was great. It but was great. I love how they had like an actual basketball hoop on the wall yeah. in their apartment, and I know. they all moved the stuff all the furniture. They just went in little Ricky's room. He's napping. He'll they have know. like whistles, right? Oh, right? And they're passing the ball and hitting Ricky with it. Poor person who lives underneath them, right. who is probably Mrs. Trumbull. <laughs> Holding the baby and being like, it's okay. But that, I, I felt like that was a good writing example, right? As in, oh, that's great great strategy by the women to be like, oh, let's have a hobby bar ourselves. And the whistle makes sure that, that the men are like, oh, okay, what's happening? And then it totally backfires. Yeah. I thought that was such a great... And in the beginning, you're like, oh, yeah, that's going to work. And then you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I just liked also that the women, they didn't know anything about basketball. They just were yelling out terms. They'd be like, jump ball, jump ball. Sounds right to me. And they're like, foul, foul. Like, Which is a theme back then in, in the golf thing, right? right? Where they also like loop frog or whatever it was. Right. No one actually knows the rules of any game. <laughs> I just want to bring up before we move on to the main event that Fred's costume in this basketball scene is he's wearing a suit which I feel like is kind of rare, like a nice black suit with a checkered shirt and a pocket square. Yeah. And I was like, did you just come from a golf course? Are you dressing up to play golf? Right. It was fun. They live in Manhattan. They live in New York City. What? That's where they're (laughs) That's a surprise to me. (laughs) I would have thought like, like Minnesota, you know, like (laughs) Alabama or something like that. They live in New York City. Wow. And then I'm like, where is this golf course? I don't know how they got here. Westchester. My home. (laughs) And then we cut to them out there and they're both wearing these very fun hats. Yeah. Oh, we have our golf attire on. Little cap. Yeah. Kangol. Right. And then and Ricky has a fedora with a feather. Is that right? Yeah. His shirt looked kind of like a bowling shirt. Right. This is what fitness attire looked like. Athleisure in the 50s. And then Lucy and Ethel are wearing matching pants. Oh, yeah. They're both wearing, I don't know, cropped pants. The fashion is on point. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, they sure. look cute. And yeah. then the shoes they were wearing, I was like, is that what you wear to play golf? I was looking over? at the shoes too. I was like, oh, that's going to be interesting because they, they're very feminine, <laughs> the both of them. And then, oh, they're not, they can't wear high heels. So what are they going to wear? And it's not sneakers. It's right. good shoes, but still comfy. Yeah. So we're at the golf course now and Fred and Ricky really don't want the women to play. They've decided that they want to learn to play golf alongside Fred and Ricky, who are beginners. And for some reason, the men really don't want to share this hobby with their wives. Even though I don't, it's never really explained. The stakes felt unnecessarily high to keep them out of golf, but... I think it's because they want to have a long time. I mean, I do too. I I also think that's what's up. So So, they make up all these crazy rules. Yeah, so they decide because the women don't know anything about the game that they can just make up the rules and Ricky encourages Fred to be creative as well. He also explained to him the rules of an improv class. Just agree with everything that I say. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, and then if I add something, be like, yes. And, yes, and. Um, I, so had, I hadn't picked up on that. It felt like an improv class. Where, yeah. But Ricky was like, I will be making all the big choices. <laughs> right. But is Ricky kind of the, the person who always talks between the two of them? Because that's what it felt like in that kind episode. Of. Yeah, he's he, kind of the he ringleader. Ta- he talks the most, I would yeah. say. Yeah. But but I don't know. I, I'm wearing my feminist cap too much when I watch the show. It looks good on you. Thank you. It's a knit beanie this week. Oh. <laughs> where I was just getting mad at them, where I was like, this is just a half hour of gaslighting. <laughs> where they're like, we're just going to lie to women. I know. And make them feel crazy and embarrass them. And I was just like. And they're so dumb, they're not picking up on it. I was like, mm. Oh, they trust us. How stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, ew. Yeah, I, I would like trust it. my husband to teach me about golf I would listen to anything you said I get it (laughs) so the women show up and their first lesson is how to hold the club which is to put it against your pelvis (laughs) seems sexual for steadying Mm -hmm. and then interlock your fingers and tuck your thumbs in (laughs) and that way hold the club somehow and then hit the ball, maybe? <laughs> but also ask permission. May I? May I? Which, yeah. Did you guys cringe? I was like, ugh. What was, there was, wasn't there the game from Mother, may, Mother I? may I? As a kid, that we used to play as a kid? Yeah. Mother may I? So it's, everybody stands in a line and opposite one person oh. stands and you say, Mother may I take two steps? Mother may I like take Rover, two Red jumps? Rover. Yeah. Red Rover was so fun. <laughs> Let's have a Red Rover tournament. Okay. <laughs> we should generally bring kids' games back into our lives. Right? Like Foursquare? Oh, Four Square. Did you guys have Foursquare? No. What is that? Is that where you're jumping and you have like... That's Hopscotch. hopscotch. Oh, like Foursquare is like literally just four squares and then throw the ball. you bounce a ball. It's kind of like handball. I don't, I don't know how It was fun. Was. My best friend recently had a birthday and she's just as old as me, like 35-ish. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she had lied. She, she had a, <laughs> could have been like twenty two. <laughs> she had a birthday party, and they had. Do you guys? Did you guys have that game where you like rolling dices? And when you roll a six, when you know you hit a six, you like put on a hat and a and a scarf and a and a and a, <gasps> and, a, and, a and 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 what is it? Gloves. And then with with your knife and your and a fork. <laughs> You have to get to a bar of chocolate that's wrapped in freaking a lot of paper. And, yeah. and of course, other people are rolling the dice. And as soon as somebody else hits a six, they have to take it off. And then they put it on. What? <laughs> I feel that? like, I feel like 
Lucy and Ethel in this episode. She just explained a game that sounds so insane. Is she making it up? No. I'm obsessed with that. Do you think that she's lying to us? Right now? Yeah. I hope not. I want, I want to play this game. <laughs> I want to play. She... It's fucking hilarious. Because, <laughs> of course, the more drunk you get, the more you're like, oh, f- And then she's going to convince us to play this game in public. <laughs> I would, like, I would never happen. gaslight you. <laughs> so, kudos for being very creative to the guys in, yeah. those, in those episodes. What are some of the rules? So, other than may I. Then it was like they had to put their hands on the club oh, yeah. to decide. Decide who, who goes, goes first. first, and then because Lucy was the fourth hand, she goes first or something. Right? Like, sure. Okay. And then if you win, you have to carry all the bags. Yes. <laughs> no caddies. Also, they had to play leapfrog to get from hole to hole. <laughs> that cracked me up. That was cute. <laughs> they had this thing called a dormy, where you would throw a ball under your leg. Right. And then a mashy, which the you like mashy mashy was the cracking me. Up. I love that. Yeah. And then it was a stymie. The some of the sticks were us or the sticks. <laughs> The gloves were a stymie. Were those references at all? Because I was like, I have no clue what any of this means. I have no, no. idea. Okay. Part of it was supposed to be making fun of the silliness of golf because right. there are really silly birdie. things in golf. Like a birdie or a bogey. Those oh. are things in mm. golf. The birdie was cute. <laughs> when Evelyn was cute. <laughs> so I think part of it is just like making fun of the absurdity Yeah, I think you're right. Because that's the thing. It's like, if a bogey is a thing, why wouldn't a doormie be a thing? Yeah, and that's some of the stuff I could believe. You know, right. if I were Lucy and Ethel, like, if you were to tell me the club is called this time, I'd be like, okay, that sounds sure. weird. But like, Can you not see all the people in the writer's room and just having fun with this shit? <laughs> yeah, the, been... that comedy punch-up was probably fun. Yeah. We'll call it a dorm. <laughs> I mean, also take one giant step and try to hit the ball. Between your legs. <laughs> yeah. And crazy. she actually manages with the thumbs curled into Oh my it. gosh. Like, wow. And they're like, this is starting to feel good. I'm like, oh my god, you guys are going to give yourselves a couple <laughs> tunnel. Like, what is happening? So then this big, strapping, handsome golf man shows up uh-huh. he wants to yeah. play through because they've taken an hour and a half to get to the first page. he asked to play through and they're like play through what or <laughs> go through where <laughs> so, do you want to play with us Great. okay <laughs> right which is a tenant of golf that you're playing it by yourself and not as a group right. yeah, his crazy. name is jimmy demerit and he's like the tiger woods of the 40s and 50s did you guys know the scandal <laughs> I didn't know him, but I understood pretty quickly that he was like supposed to be big. Yeah, yeah, it's a cameo. Because yeah. she says, oh, you know, I've heard of you. And then she cites his experience. She's like, I'm surprised you didn't ask our permission before shooting. <laughs> because you, you should know better. You've been playing for so long. I know, which is funny. But also making kind of fun that women probably were, you know, a little bit subordinate back in the days and would ask for permission about things. Is that, did we pick up on that? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the women are more comfortable with, yeah, of course I'll ask permission. Yeah. And then, yeah. Which which I like. And he's like, you don't have to ask permission, which is, right? Which is kind of yeah. playing yeah. on the new times of like, no, you don't need to. For, your, for yourself. <laughs> and so the girls quickly discover that they've been pranked. Right. And then Lucy says there's a rotten Cuban in Denmark. And Ethel goes, yeah, and Ethel goes, and he's got a fat friend. (laughs) Literally, their entire love language in their marriage is just calling each other fat. Oh, she calls him fat too? Yeah, she She calls Fred fat. fat. Oh, shit. I wonder whether that would fly in this PC culture. I don't think it would. I don't know. No. Jimmy asked the girls if they're sure they're actually playing golf. It's like Tiger Woods asking you that. Yeah, right? (laughs) And so then they realize they've been had and are embarrassed because there are 100 people on the golf course who saw them leapfrog from Mm -hmm. hole to hole. And so they decide to scheme with Jimmy to get them back. 
which I feel like you rarely see, and it's such a great writing in my view, that you're almost like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? You're on your toes, I mean, not literally, but you're like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen now. So in which such a simple thread of, the scene is so simple, but you're like, oh, they're playing golf, they've been pranked, what's the revenge? Mm-hmm. And it's so good, it's simple yeah. and so that's, good. That's a big device on the show, right? They're always pranking, they're always scheming, they're always so tricking, reversal. yep, and yeah. yeah. It's a lot of someone finding a about, about how the other side is tricking them and then trying mm. to trick them. It's all so many layers. It's probably, fine. It's probably a rule of slapstick or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it very re- fun. It reminds me of the bit on Friends when they keep reversing. Do they know that we know? Right. They like know the messers become the messies. Mm-hmm. And so they keep both sides are trying to continually one up the other. Or but- on New Girl where it's um, Winston does his pranks. Mm. <laughs> in the later seasons, <laughs> which get really out of hand. <laughs> but the thing that I liked about this episode, because they don't always end this way, is that it did end with the girls winning, like, because the boys did yeah. get so embarrassed, mm-hmm. and he was so horrified, because it doesn't always happen that the girls get their revenge. Oh. Yeah, sometimes it feels like they get punished or get... They're just like, oh, Yeah. Ah. So we always like when they come out on top, because it feels... Very modern. Yeah. (laughs) Ladies can do stuff. Did you guys feel like... I mean, it's a very by... Or dichotomy, right? It's like men versus women. How do we prank each other? Would that fly in today's world? I feel like it's... They still do it. I mean, like, Friends was on, what, 15 years ago? Mm -hmm. But that stuff happened all the time. Yeah. Like, the guys versus the girls. But do we still do that, like, in real life? I mean, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't I don't prank any men. (laughs) You're like, I prank only women. (laughs) No, I don't. Well, but... We should prank more men. <laughs> I think we should. I just want to prank everyone. We did, we did have a, college we had a married guest who was like, the one thing I learned from watching Lucy is I need to be pranking my husband more. Oh, really? <laughs> and does she do it? I don't think we so. follow up. She's like, I feel like marriage includes more hijinks than I have currently been applying. You know, it might be a secret to a good marriage in a way. Keep it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly always be pranking. I guess. I don't know. I think there's something to that. Surprising people is fun. But I feel like in today's society, I mean, I might be skewed with my LGBTQ plus blah, 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 but there isn't such a thing as just men and just women. And yeah. Right. And it's, it feels more like a team now rather than like opposing parties. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, I think what was different about this episode is Heather, like the men were kind of being exclusive and mean. I don't know. I, I was glad to see the pushback. Right, to see the women win. But I think you're right. It doesn't always just fall into the men versus women. I'm trying to think of like what's a show that's on right now that has a big enough cast that it breaks down into different factions. Into gender roles. New Girl sometimes would. Right. A show that I watched, which you made me think of when you were saying all oh, everybody living in a house, was did you ever watch Crashing on the British series Crashing? Mm. It's Phoebe Waller-Bridge, she's British, and it's about a group of young people living in an abandoned hospital in Britain. Oh. And it's just a bunch of people getting into wild things because they're living in a broken down abandoned building and right. they're all roommates and there's like all these different... Oh, cute. And it's really dark and like really kind of gross. I mean, what's universal apparently is pranking. So. Everyone loves to go... What's the best prank you've ever pulled on someone? Well, April's Fool. Oh, yeah. I forget about that. Have you ever pranked anybody? To the point of men and women. We always prank my father at April's Fools. Oh, good. Because he's such an easy victim. He's falling for everything. Aww. We would move and my mom would be like, the day before the move, she'd be like, (gasps) Michael, the movers are here. And he's like, of course, it's when he's in the shower, right? (laughs) And so he would run butt naked in the shower like, what? 
And like he would he'd run to the he'd run to the window and be like, That can't be right. They're supposed to come tomorrow <laughs> And then he's standing there butt naked. <laughs> One thing we did is my parents have a house in France. Oh my god! And uh, it has a, <laughs> and it has a pool. I know. And uh, <laughs> and one day we were in France. He wasn't, so we call him an April fool. And we're like, oh, you know what? That pool is half empty, and I feel like the water, the part of the property is like swimming kind of away. And he's like, oh, <laughs> swimming no. away. And he totally bought it and. <laughs> And then he called people, and then like, at some point we're like, all right, you know, this was a prank, and yeah. I love that. We do that kind of stuff, yeah. Poor dad. Oh my yeah. goodness, that's fantastic. But because he believes everything you tell him. So also, I think it's easy funny thing. he hasn't realized that there's a specific holiday, the day <laughs> yeah. he gets a call every year on this day. <laughs> all in all, do we like this? episode wait we haven't talked about the let's talk about it so basically there's a tournament that ricky and fred are in and they're paired up with jimmy Mm -hmm. and they're very nervous to play in Mm -hmm. front of jimmy yeah and their caddies show up and it's lucy and ethel for a minute i thought they were gonna not recognize them because they were kind of dressed like men looked like they were dressed like little british orphans (laughs) yeah love it so i don't know what british orphans look dressed like but that was the feeling (laughs) maybe you just stereotype british orphans (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna get sued oh whatever (laughs) the british orphans are coming for me so ricky's like don't screw this up just don't do anything, Lucy. And Lucy's like, gotta test your clubs. And so she whips almost hits them. a bunch of clubs around and then picks out one that is wrong. And then Ricky trades it. And then Jimmy goes to hit the first ball and they interrupt him several times to tell him things he's doing wrong. <laughs> and Ricky and Fred get super embarrassed. And then... Right before Jimmy hits the ball, he turns to them and he says, may I? Which is how everyone knows. <laughs> so funny. That's the tell. And then everyone... That, this, That's the end. The uh, end is just Ricky bursting out laughing. You knew the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> just being like, oh my God. I feel like a lot of episodes lately, they just get lazy and there's no button. And they're just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> we all know now. <laughs> this is crazy. But I thought it was a very clever way of paying back. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought what they were going to do is make up a bunch of other rules or something and then pretend that that's the new rules with, right. the, with the guy. But I love that they were sticking it to them with their own dark food, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so good. It was, it was like a nice full circle. Yeah. And the girls won, which <laughs> we always love. Yeah. yeah. No, it was fun. I like this episode. Mm-hmm. Me too. It was just one long gag. Yeah. Of, What's this crazy game? And if you think about it, it's two locations. It's <laughs> yeah. at home and at the golf club. That's it. That's the gol- cam life. That golf set was a very fake backdrop. <laughs> yes. And then this one patch of grass. <laughs> yeah. um, no, the, it was fun. Those productions must have been super cheap. Multicams are still very cheap. Well, they shot them on film, which I think was what the most expensive mm-hmm. part yeah. was. Yeah, it was a really fun, fun. episode. All the costumes, oh, I, I think, were one of my favorite things. I know. I love, like golf looks i've decided i'm taking up golf for the looks i think that we should go to the golf course and try to play according to their rules kind of like new girls true american yeah. game yeah, would you guys so many enemies. can we go mini golfing <gasps> i have i not... want to let's <laughs> do like, like what we're doing after i haven't been mini golfing in so long yeah mm. spice. <laughs> let's be sporty and wear costumes <laughs> as long as it's something i can wear a cute outfit for okay, i'm here fair. for i do tennis i've never played well okay guys Thank you guys so much for listening in. And Nick, thank you.
thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Do you have any social media handles that our friends and fans can follow you or on? Shows or any coming shows up. coming up or anything you want to advertise? <gasps> That's so nice of you to ask. You can always follow me on Venmo. Um, <laughs> no, Instagram is at Anique Adele, A-N-N-I-C-K-A-D-E-L-L-E. And shows coming up. You know what? I have no more shows in LA, I want to say. And then I'm, I'm going to probably be back in January with shows. But the best way to know about my shows is to go to my website, which is www.aniqueadele.com. Cool. Check her out. Awesome. And you can find us on Instagram at We Love Lucy Podcast. On Twitter at We Love Lucy Pod. We're on Facebook, We Love Lucy Podcast. And as always, you can send all thoughts and feelings to our email at We Love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. Stay sporty, Lucy's. We'll see you next time.